like they they advertise one match by crashing a car into one of the wrestlers. Not a total victory of Russia, which now we're seeing. This he goes on. Gigantic bag of flaccid dicks. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Which, when you open them up, you find out that they're all cockroaches inside. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if anybody else is ever going to laugh this hard at anything we <laughs> say. Uh, we can actually both look out my window right now and see some very pretty yellow flowers that I'm going to be eradicating. History of Time. Where we connect nerdery to the real world. See, that sounds better. It doesn't it though. Yeah. Yeah, we, we nailed it this time right up until you said that. Right. And threw my game completely off. <laughs> well, who are you? <clears throat> I'm Ed Blaylock, motherfucker. Who the hell are you? <laughs> I'm Damien Harmony, no longer a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, there you I'm go. Twice divorced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> luckily, we can edit that out in post because we have a producer. We, this is yes. producer George. Hello. He's waving. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living? I'm a teacher, which oh. might be hard to believe from the way I just responded to all of that. But you know what? It's Friday night. This is when we record this, yeah. and I've had a week. Yeah, well, and so, you, you teach uh, what level? World history at the seventh grade level, which means I've earned the right to swear when I need to. You, you've also probably learned swears, so... I've learned how to put them together in <laughs> new and novel ways. <laughs> Not so much from my students, but just from the catharsis in the moment of dealing with my students. That's fair. Uh, how about you? Uh, I am a high school teacher. I'm a Latin teacher who dabbles in world history. Okay. Uh, currently teaching kids how to write by telling them how awful Disney is for children. Next okay. week, we'll actually study history. Okay. So we'll see what happens. I got I to gotta crib those lesson plans. So oh, that fun. sounds like fun. Yeah. All right. Lots of outlines. Very cool. So last week, we started off with uh, a whole bunch of characters from history that we had to um, uh, bring up to our producer, George, so he could pick a squad from D&D. Yeah. And uh, so I, I had statted up five of them uh, and put them together. And uh, Damien really got uh, heavily inspired by this idea and just like went off the rails. We got through yeah. all of mine. I, I spent my, I, I, I used up my powder. And now Damien still has uh, several ideas yeah. left over here. And, and so what are we going to start with? I mean, well, what you did in quality, I decided to do in quantity. So Well, that's uh, very kind of you. This way I have a fighting chance against the amazing characters that you brought up to George last time. All right. Uh, I have a wizard, a 16th level standard wizard. Now, the thing about wizards is they get to choose an arcane path. And this one chose... Uh, where did I put it? School of Illusion. Okay. Um, you might remember him. Uh, he was a cartoonist in the early 1900s. Walt Disney. All right. Uh, he... An interesting choice for murder hoboin, but keep talking. <laughs> uh, indeed. Um, well, uh, he's a level 16. Okay. Um, he is probably the slowest character that I've got in terms of initiative. I might have one who's even lower. Okay. Um, but he is a level 16, and I, I focused on him being almost entirely a person of illusion. Now, he is a human, so he got an extra feat. So he took Warcaster, just in case he gets in a fight. Okay. Um, but uh, his personality traits, I'm well known for my work, and I want to make sure everyone appreciates it. I'm always taken aback when people haven't heard of me. Yes. Okay. This so far, this makes sense. Yep. Uh, he. What alignment did you give him, by the way? Lawful evil. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Sure. 
Walt Disney. Yes. Beloved, beloved figure of our, of our pop culture. That's how they get you. Okay. <laughs> okay. You remember when I'm teaching my kids how to write? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. So, yeah, lawful right. evil. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it doesn't mean he can't do things that look good. They will just yeah. ultimately benefit him and his master plan of building his own lair that he will lure children to. Okay. And turn them into uh, golems. Okay. Wait. He's an illusionist, though. Right. Well, he's got other people who work for him who also mm. do things. And, and they can okay. transmute okay. uh, okay. human size into smaller worlds, after all. Fuck you. Okay. So what's the time mark on that? Four minutes. Four <laughs> minutes. Four minutes. I'm back, baby. Son of a bitch. Yes. But I gotta give you credit. Yes, that that, that one I yeah. didn't see coming. It's funny too because like that I one, set it up the whole. You way did, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I managed to somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I good, think, good work. I think Bill Conley summed it up best with Jesus suffering. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. You got I me there. Talk, yeah. So. All right, so. Yeah. Keep, keep going. All right. So, uh, so lawful evil. So yeah, I, yeah. I stuck as illusiony as I could. Um, okay. I gave him a very high charisma. Um, okay. His persuasion is exceptionally high okay. uh, for his level. He's got a plus nine to his uh, persuasion. Okay. He actually has an armor class of 12 because to draw all that stuff, he's got a higher dexterity. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, I pumped up his charisma and his intelligence because he was fairly well educated. Yes. Um, but his strength is uh, the lowest that I've made any characters, I think. It's at an eight. Really? His constitution spent a long time really low, and then he ended up getting a bump there eventually okay. uh, because of ability scores going up. Okay. Uh, but the fun part is all of the spells. So I don't want to spoil too much of the magic. Um, so, George, submitted for your approval. Tell us what you think. Of course, it's spell book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I sh- you know, I should have given him a familiar of being a mouse. Yeah, should have. Mm. I'm kind of amazed you, you overlooked that. that. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good controller. Yeah. Well, and also it kind of, you know, the haunted mansion. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, you see these holograms coming in, stuff like that. Okay. okay. Secret chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a, a place where you have a lot of stuff that you can keep. His fortune. Silent image? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. the standard um, thing standard for an illusionist kind of and for somebody who made cartoons before there were talkies. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I had to kind of go a little far afield because there's not an illusion spell for every level, and so I had to do, go with things that might complement an illusion spell at every level. Yeah, when um, I did when I did Mary Shelley, I had the same issue with necromancy. Yeah, so there's there's just some things where you have to be a generalist, and I think telepathy works really well because um, you can get into people's heads that way. I mean, quite literally, you yeah. get into the zeitgeist and influence people yeah. into thinking that Fantasia was good. <laughs> he had to have a weapon, Actually, just in just, case. I yeah. Can see the images that you have on, you know, Disney in color. Right. You know, and him with the bow staff standing. <laughs> it's, it's hard. And, well, it, yeah. I don't know. Are there are there pictures anywhere of him with a cane at any point? Not particularly. Okay. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. He. He. Yeah. 
that would be that would be a tough one to figure out there. Yeah. But, all right. So uh, I also have a ranger fighter. Okay. Now he's a ranger level one, a fighter level twelve, but another arcane archer, and I think I've outdone myself with the other one. Yeah. So I got to you're gonna you're gonna have a be hard time beating Leod Miller. This guy is chaotic evil. Um, his name is Commodus. Oh, well, okay then. <laughs> and now it all makes sense. Very much so. Yeah, um, I am so terribly vexed by this choice. One of the few people. <laughs> well done. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it's funny. Truly a scenery-chewing performance, by oh, the way. It's amazing. It, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's it, funny that you would bring that up because he has a walking speed of 30. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> good day. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sir, I say <laughs> good day. Okay. So, so as a background, this emperor, the one who ruled the Roman Empire, yeah, just after its high watermark. So this is right when he becomes emperor. That's when okay. I got this. So, so this, this is when Marcus Aurelius has, has, has just died. Uh, yeah. So this is when he's become sole emperor because Marcus yeah. Aurelius actually shared the shared, emperorship with shared him for emperorship years. with yeah it, yeah Aurelius was a remarkably intelligent, remarkably sagacious, wise man, mm-hmm. and and that set of decisions stands out as being like I'm gonna, I mean for a philosopher king mm-hmm. that was a really I'm going to push back. Okay. I'm going to push back. Here's why. Now, Marcus Aurelius is the last of the five good emperors. Yeah. Every good emperor before him did not choose their sons. They adopted the most qualified person. But the reason for that, none of them had sons. He had a son. Okay. He was still a part of the yeah, time he that he still, lived. He was still a part of the society And he, he shared from. power with his son so he could show him how to do it. He gave every possible chance to this man. Yeah. And a lot of people say, actually, that Commodus had some really progressive for Rome, tax policies, okay. uh, had a lot of things that he was doing, and then he went off the goddamn deep went, end because he, he thought went, he was Hercules he reborn. bug house, rat, yeah. crazy. Yeah. But Commodus is right. a really strong fighter. He's, uh, okay. I mean, he's not your barbarian on the bridge. No one well, is. Yeah. But, uh, and also his hit points aren't that high because, uh, well, he's only a level 13. Um, but he's got a strength of 16. He's got a dex of 20 because Commodus was legendary. Now, he's one of the only emperors that actually would pretend to be a gladiator. Yeah, yeah. And he would fight people. And, of course, you know, the, the, the how do we put, the popular uh, history that we know of gladiators is very wrong. Only about a third of them ever died. Yeah. And of those, even fewer died on purpose. Yeah. Um, well, because it was a money-making, it was entertainment, yeah. it was a money-making yeah. it's pro wrestling. process. Yeah. Um, I but, mean, pro wrestling with bladed weapons and... Yeah. You know, yeah, so it's pro wrestling in the nineties. Yeah, okay. So, uh, or, Jap- or Japanese pro wrestling. Yes, which is which is a real fight, death match. Yeah, trying to trying to make itself look fake. Look at you remembering yeah, season yeah. one. You know, a line yes. like that. Yeah. How do you? I mean, really? How do you forget? Well, yeah. But, well. <laughs> okay. So we can thank James E. Cornett for that. Yeah. So 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 his dexterity is a twenty because he was actually renowned for being able to fell an animal with a single strike from an arrow. Okay running in the arena that's hard shit to do that that is so he also skill he also is a grappler he took the grappler feet because he was strangled to death by his wrestling coach slash lover okay at his sister's insistence yeah well okay well in a bath okay well rome yeah um his ideals well his uh his personality trait get bitter if you're not the center of attention (laughs) 
<laughs> um, oh, the tip his bonds. He idolizes a hero. I know like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. He idolizes a hero and tries okay. to emulate him. Okay. Um, and he would do anything to win fame and fortune. It does he sound like a emperor. president. Yeah. He was emperor. I know. Like, what does he have to do? Beyond well, that, to gain fame, and, I mean, he didn't put his family fortune into Roman. a blind trust when he was emperor either. He used it to continually enrich himself, which in Rome yeah. was normal. Ah, ah. yeah. Uh, his favorite. Ah, <laughs> he okay, also yeah, liked killing animals. Yeah, yeah. Um, his favorite enemy was beasts. Okay. As a, as yeah, a, uh, logically, yeah. Um, and then I gave him sharpshooter. Okay. Because again, he's he's yeah, good or with that. Known known for his skill with it. And basically, I made him a, a arcane archer. He's nowhere near yeah. as powerful as Ludmilla, but yeah, it's well, much more about who could be. Yeah. Um, but he does have an attack bonus of plus eleven already. Yeah. Um, both with the longbow and with the short sword. Yeah. Because short sword would be a gladius, and he's the only character I have that wears any armor besides leather. He wears scale mail. Oh yeah, which so, again makes sense. Yeah. Um, so that's for an armor class of... Uh, gives him an armor class of 16. 16. Right. While armored. Okay. So. All right. All right. So. All right. Here's Commodus. Feel free to shout out anything that you see is... So five skill tyrants. Yep. He's an emperor, so mm. he's always got the Praetorian Guard around him. Yeah. Yeah. And a lion skin. Because he thought he was Because he thought Hercules. he was Hercules. Yeah. And he's all Yeah. Yeah. It's well, literally what it says. All the gold he needs. Yeah. Well, he's the emperor. Right. So, you know. The entire treasury of Rome. Yeah, pretty much. He has the Roman yeah. treasury. Um, so, yeah. just as a side note, based on based on the fact that, you know, he started out with all this promise and then, you know, became crazier than a shithouse rat. Mm-hmm. Have, has anybody forensically, like, tried to go through and give him a diagnosis? Like, do we hit, like, if, if you... Read no, some sources? people say lead poisoning. That's everybody's fallback. Oh, but, but that's not really not how enough. the chemistry works. And right. that would have meant that everybody in Rome had it. But, I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if, like, we're, we're looking at schizophrenia? No, Cause, I cause think... How old, how, old was, how old was he when he when he became sole emperor? I want to say he was in his early 20s, and he ruled for 12 years. No, he might have been in his late 20s, because I think he got to about 40 or 39. Okay. And then he was killed. See, and the reason the reason I bring mm-hmm. his age up is because, of course, the the age at which uh, schizophrenia, schizophrenia tends to manifest, and I'm just wondering, you know, because that that kind of delusion mm-hmm. of no, I'm Hercules, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just because I mean, it, it could very well just be that no, no, I'm the emperor, ipso facto, right? This just makes sense. And there wasn't like a like a psychiatric oh. diagnosis involved. You know what? You're right. I I got his death off by about uh, nine years. He died at 31. So okay. it's possible that it did obviate itself at that okay. point. Okay. It couldn't have been helped by the fact that he had all the power in the world that he knew. Yeah. And no well, one could tell him and no. no. Nobody nobody could nobody could rein him in. And he was winning no. fake fights. So eventually, you start to believe your own hype. Well, yeah. There's plenty uh, of pro become, wrestlers that start a, to think uh, that way. Oh, what's what's the term? Uh, in in mentalist circles, they talk about somebody who has a blind eye. Uh, it, it's it's yeah. it's also the title of a the title of a series on stars about a about a mentalist who winds up taking a blow to the head and may or may not have actually developed psychic powers. 
Uh, and and yeah, I, I'll have to look it up. But okay. yeah, but no, you start falling for your own. Yeah, your own, your own, your own publicity. Yeah. So, anything else? What do you think? Well, one of the contrasts between the previous archer is the indomitable. Yes. And re-roll, failed once after a long rest. Yeah. So uh, essentially, um, if he uh, saves, if he blows a fail save. Um, or, or if he fails a saving throw, essentially. So uh, he was good at fighting hand-to-hand as well. He was very well-trained. Yeah. So unlike Liudmila, who was really good at hitting you from very far and hiding, uh, she's never going to get into the combat, despite the fact she has a lot of hit points. Um, he's going to try to get up there into the fight, too. He is not going to make it in the group, even if he makes it into the group, because he's his own bullshit is going to get into his head, and he will go out and get himself killed picking a fight so so all right uh i've got two more left uh there are two women uh the okay. first one is uh i went cleric as well okay <laughs> i figure cleric might be my best way to get a character on the team okay um and uh, she is a cleric of the grave level 13 okay uh her uh she's a folk hero and her defining moment of defiance was that she stood up to a tyrant's agents by participating in protests against the Tea Act in the United States. Okay. Her name is Mary Ludwig Hayes, also known as Molly, Molly Pitcher. Pitcher. Okay. Now, it's possible that Molly Pitcher is an amalgamation with different people, and it's entirely likely that plenty of women ran around in battles giving pitchers of water to men. Yes. Uh, historically, uh, she was said to have been noticed by George Washington, but again, some of this is apocryphal. Uh, although there is an account, uh, that said that she got shot once between the legs, went through her dress through and through, didn't hit her. Uh, and she looked down and says, well, it's a good thing I'm taller. Um, (laughs) and kept on going. And kept on, because I mean, what else are you going to do in that situation? You know, I mean, like if you fall apart there, you're going to get killed. Yes. You know, the choice is just, no, no. Oh, hey. All right, moving on. Interestingly, she's the second woman whose husband uh, ends up wounded in a battle and or dying that I picked. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, uh, Historically, it's a theme. Yeah, it really is. Kind of how. Yeah. Um, Because there's another another Russian that I'm going to have to try to figure out how to use another time as a a fighter. Tell me it's one of the night witches. No. Uh, She was was a tanker. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm forgetting her her name. Yeah, Iron Girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she's fun. Yeah. So, uh, Mary uh, has an intelligence of eight and a strength of eight. She didn't go to school. Okay. Girls back then in America didn't. Okay. Um, I find I find the yeah. strength the low strength interesting, mm-hmm. simply because, um, in point of practical fact, somebody who was not from an upper crust kind of background. Mm-hmm. Would have been spending a lot of time doing some level of physical labor just right. in day to day life. Right. She was. I don't recall what she was supposed to have done as a worker. Um, Seamstress or no? It was something a little bit more, a little bit more manual. Well, seamstress is obviously very manual, but like a little more like hardworky manual. Okay. But it was nothing that really built up washerwoman strength. No, she did join the 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 camp. The, the camp. As, well, as yeah, such. but but. Okay. Um, it All might right. come well, to me later. Whatever but, it was. So, uh, so uh, I did uh, give her a constitution of 15, though. She was tough. That makes a lot of sense. Strong. Yeah. Um, her wisdom was 14. Okay. Uh, her charisma was 16. Her stats are fairly unremarkable, to be perfectly okay. honest. 
It's um, pretty high charisma stat. It is. It is. But uh, everybody... That, that, that because the folk hero, legendary... Kinda... And she's a cleric. And so I put her highest stats into wisdom and, and charisma okay. for the most part. Okay. But also, she did inspire folk. Okay. So, uh, Grave Domain, like I said, I gave her this, uh, the... Um, uh, now, running back and forth, giving people water. You need to yeah. move fast, so I gave her mobility. Okay. Um, and she can channel divinity, um, which is path to the grave. She can select an enemy within 30 feet and mark them for death. And they're <sighs> cursed until the end of her next turn That's or her a next debuff. attack. So yeah. what, what, what mechanical effect does being marked for death have in this sense? It makes it so that you are vulnerable to the next attack. Oh, so disadvantage or... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. oh, and actually, I think it's either max damage when you get hit or... Because it's not crit, but it's like, it's something along those lines. Wow. Yeah. Or, right. or, or, or no, you have you have vulnerability. Yeah. Which, so it's bonus 10 points or bonus, Something like that. Something like yeah. that. Um, Holy... Okay. She also has circle of mortality when she would normally roll for one or more dice to restore the hit points with a spell to a creature... Mm-hmm. who has zero hit points, she would use the highest number possible. So if she has a dice pool, she just mm-hmm. always gets to roll at the height of that pool because mm-hmm. she's going around taking care of people and tending mm-hmm. to them. Wow. Uh, she also has eyes of the grave. She can detect the undead within 60 feet. Okay. Um, just kind of a... And kind of an important thing in a yep. fantastical world where you're going to run into that stuff. She also has sentinel at death's door, which as a reaction can... Turn a crit within 30 feet of her into a normal hit. Okay. Wisdom modifier times per day. All right. With that a long rest. doesn't suck. No. Uh, potent spell casting. She gets to add her wisdom modifier to damage of any clerical cantrip. Okay. She's not a fighting cleric, though. Yeah. So depending on uh, George's priorities, he might not like characters who are not fighters. She can also destroy the undead. Uh, failed save versus turned uh, kills them if they're CR two or lower, which doesn't suck. Vulnerable. Yeah, looking up vulnerability because mm-hmm. I, I needed to remember just exactly how it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a creature or an object has vulnerability to a damage type, damage of that type is doubled against it. So oh, wow. So that's double damage to like the next attack. Anyone she marks out. Anybody she marks. Ha. Yeah. So combine that with Leudmilla and <laughs> and and oh oh I'm sorry I'm sorry did you bring a dragon <laughs> no 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 you brought you brought a headless dragon you brought That's you, what brought, you brought sorry no no what you brought was a dragon with a gigantic hole through yeah. its brain pan is you what brought you brought a dragon pin yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow so, or Jeez. or see, she's going to be up healing her barbarian friend yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all boned. Yeah. You don't you don't know it yet, but y'all are in trouble. So so Yep. Dear Lord. She also how, what what yep. level did that accrue to her at? Uh the Sentinel at Death's Door, let's see. One, two, three. That had to be toward the end of her cleric thing. Probably That's 12. nuts. Yeah. Okay. Oh no no. Uh, the, that's the eyes. No, that's circle of mortality. That's actually sixth level. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yep. All right. Uh, she also then took the, the feats of healer. Makes okay, sense. Yeah. Tough. Which makes which sense. In, yeah, yeah, which increased her hit points yeah, after a little while. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what she did. Um, All right. I left the spells for George to read. Um, her spell save DC is not that high. Her spell attack modifier is not that high because she's not 
a hitter. Yeah. Um, but here is Mary Ludwig Hayes, also known as Molly Pitcher, for your approval. Yeah, neutral good. Okay. Yep. Does the most good that makes, she can. Yeah, makes sense. But she did fight the law. And she does have a pitcher mm -hmm. in her equipment. Yes. Uh, yeah, there you go. Explore so what? Mm -hmm. What would the melee damage of a medi uh, not medieval of a revolutionary era uh, pewter? Because mm -hmm. you'd want it to be pewter, because mm -hmm. crockery would break the first time you hit somebody with it. Right. But if you if you you know said no no that's her holy symbol slash main weapon. Oh, I would give it at be like most a d six at yeah. most. I would say it's probably a d four. Quite d six bludgeoning. Yeah. Yeah. And then she put holy water into it. Really mess with the undead. Yeah. Yeah. I see you added empiric touch. Yeah. Um, you know, you might need to perform triage. And you know you can save this guy, and this guy's already on his way out. He's failed his death save <clears throat> for the third time. You know what? I'm just going to take it and give it there. And also okay. keep herself up going. Yeah. But then you have raised dead. Yes. So you can suck his life and then... Bring him back. So, and uh, she has There's, a lot of water-based spells. By yeah, the way. well, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. All right. So. All right, last last one. Last, last one. candidate. Certainly not least. Uh, probably one of the first ones that I statted out. Uh, she is a level 20 character. She is a level 1 bard, a level 9 rogue scout, and a okay. level 10 ranger hunter. Okay. Uh, she went ranger first, then rogue, then bard. Okay. Uh, she's Her background is criminal. She is both a smuggler and a spy. Okay. She's only five feet tall. Her name is Harriet Tubman. All right. Sorry, forgive me. Harriet motherfucking Tubman. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. She is a badass. She has a total of 143 hit points. Okay. Which Respectable. You, yeah. And when you realize her constitution is only a 14... Yeah, well, at 20th level, you just you get it. Yeah. It's just, yeah, you pile them up. So, yeah. Um, however, however, her having a lot of hit points makes some sense. Yes. Yeah. Now, her right. dex is actually a minus one, uh, owing to the fact that she'd gotten a head wound and had and bad had, vision. had really bad eyesight. Yeah. Yeah. So she sucked with a gun, but that doesn't mean she didn't pull it out. No. Um, she had a really high wisdom because she noticed everything and knew how to get everywhere. Yeah. She had a decent intelligence and a, a fairly high charisma because she convinced people, no, no, no we're you're escaping. Not, you're not turning back. Right. We're not giving up. We're going to get out of here come hell or high water. Exactly. Okay. Um, so she has a criminal contact, a network of contacts, okay. the Underground Railroad. Yeah. I love the fact that her criminal contact network is made up of Quakers and and northern <laughs> and, and northern do-gooders. That's her that's her criminal network yep. is is you know a bunch of bleeding heart liberals. You know of you're the on 18, the... of the 1800s. Oh man. Like you know you're on the wrong side of history when Quakers are the criminals. Are the are the are 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 you're trying to find a way to paint Quakers as the bad guy. Yeah. Like wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold up for half a second. Yeah. Um, All right. So, uh, I gave her cunning action, obviously. Skirmisher. Yeah. Um, so, she's oh. a scout, right? Yeah. So, skirmisher. Uh, she can move half her speed if the enemy lands within five feet of her. Okay. She can get the hell out of there. Yeah. And no attack of opportunity when she uh, does okay. it. Survivalist. She got. Okay. Uh, she added nature and survival to her okay. uh, proficiencies. Um, your standard thief kit. Um, favorite enemy, slave hunters. 
This makes perfect sense. She gets advantage to tracking them. Okay. Uh, and recalling information about them. Okay, yeah. So if she can track yeah. them, she can stay away from them. Yeah. She's a natural explorer. And if she needs to, she can shiv them hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, I listed her spells here. I'll let George read okay. them. She took alert as well. Yeah. Um, which well, it's just a great fucking feat. It really is. I mean... It, and it means she can't be surprised uh, while yeah. she's conscious at all. Yeah. So when you're trying to hide from people. But it brought her initiative up to, her initiative up to a plus four. Okay. It has a plus five. Yeah, She's well, because, because yeah, well, and that's yeah. that's a good way to compensate mm-hmm. for the for the dexterity issue. Now, she also took Horde Breaker, as you discussed last episode with Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, because you know, anytime you're talking about a historical figure, that's uh-huh. probably going to be the best one for him to have. Yeah. She also has Steel Will, which gives her advantage uh-huh. on save versus frightened spells, or being frightened, being scared by yeah any kind of effect. Yeah. That makes she sense. also took Land's Stride, which nice. gives her yes yeah. In uh, no cost to difficult terrain, no yeah. damage against non-magic plants, yeah. uh, and advantage to all saves against magic plants. I like it. She can also hide in plain sight. She took Lucky, um, and yeah. she also, that that uh, one level of Bard gave her uh, Bardic Inspiration. Yeah. Getting again, everybody through. Getting everybody out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. And she also took uh, the two cantrips of Mending and Message. Important for what she's mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. And then Disguise Self, uh, Dissonant Whispers, Charm Person, and Heroism. Okay. So a great utility character. Mm-hmm. Really great support character. Mm-hmm. Not one that's going to be particularly crunchy when it comes time to crack skulls. She is not your combat character. She is your non-combat character. Yeah. And I think she's going to make it into the group. Okay. She might be choice five or six, depending yeah. on priority. Yeah. But she is going to be the one to get you through the wilderness because, George, if you wouldn't mind, um, feel free to take a look at all these spells down here, but also look at her abilities and what they're at. She has a plus eight in Mm-hmm. Handling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus eleven in deception. Okay, good one. Mm-hmm. Plus twelve in insight. Okay. Plus seventeen in intimidation. Or no, that's just seven. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was gonna say. Like whoa. Wow. Holy moly. That's a plus. But she's pulled okay. guns on people and backed down. Well, well, yeah. Oh, Marauder yeah. hunters. Well, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Well, definitely. And plus twelve in survival. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so she's the really, really good skills challenge character. Yes. You need that in the game. Which yeah, you do. You do. Uh, in in fifth, I think I think there'd be it, it would be it would be more of a priority in fourth because of the way they structured skill challenges. True. But but it's still still an important aspect to have on the team. Yes. The u- utility woman. Yes. Definitely. Snare. Oh, it's a spell? Yeah, Spells. good spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't follow me. You're mm-hmm. hanging from a tree. Makes sense. Makes sense. By your ankles. <laughs> yeah. Or break your or detention. Mm-hmm. Manacles. That's an interesting... Is it more of a deception thing? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So she can look. She can give the appearance of... And also, if she catches anybody trailing after her, she can turn the tables on them. Lock them up. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, uh, there was some discussion about she believed somewhat in folk magic. 
Um, and so the amulet is uh, just, you know, kind of a talisman type thing. Uh, it kind of uh, spiritualism in the 1800s, uh, the, the, especially the African-American variety, uh, was an amalgamation of, of uh, several generations of people having been brought from Africa to here, mixing with Christianity. Nowhere near as uh, obvious as like in the Loa tradition, but you would still have this idea of, um, of things like that. There, there'd be animistic aspects yeah. to it. Um, getting, getting very uh, anthropology student pointy-headed. Yeah. talking about it. And I do find her flaw interesting, fainting spells. That's, uh, she suffered a blow uh, while she was a slave. She, I think, stayed her uh, overseer's hand at attacking either her husband or a son, and he pistol-whipped her, I want to say. Um, I might be wrong. Feel free to correct me. Yeah. Um, and thereafter, she had fainting spells. And sometimes it would happen while she was on the road to taking people to freedom. And sometimes it would last for minutes and sometimes hours. So it, it, it was a problem. A historical example of somebody with a TBI. Yeah. That's, wow. So that's the last one I've got for the game. Um, so, submitted for your approval. Uh, you now have the unenviable task, while uh, we go to commercial, uh, of selecting the squad. Okay. All right. And we'll see you on the other side. Hey, Geek Nation, this is Ed. And Damien. Hey, hey, what you got there? Uh, I got a copy of uh, The Stolen uh, by my good friend Bishop O'Connell. He is a Norwegian wedding cake creator? No, he is not. Oh. He is a uh, an urban fantasy writer, a member of the Science Fiction Writers of America. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's that looks like it says one of three. Uh, yes. Well, it's uh, the first volume of an American fairy tale. The other two volumes are uh, The Forgotten and The Returned. Nice. What's... Yeah. Uh, the, it's a fairy tale. Does that mean there's a lot of Celtic and Irish folklore in there? A very great deal, yes. Uh, the first Fantastic. novel actually involves the characters traveling to Tir Nanog. No kidding. Yeah. Wow, I remember that from Titanic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> and with that, back to the show. back from our commercial break. Indeed we are. Great, and uh, great George, George has worked at lightning speed mm-hmm. uh, while, while we were singing the praises of our beloved sponsor. Yes. Thank uh, you again, beloved sponsor. Thank you again, beloved sponsor. And those of you who are looking to do it again uh, and do it more, we, we definitely are happy to shill for you. Very. So, so George. So, George, what, what have you gone with? Who, who makes the cut? Well, I'm going to, the hardest decision was the cleric. Oh, okay. So you're going to have one. Well, yeah. Gotta, okay. Got to have a cleric. That's okay. why. That's part of the reason why I'm starting with it, because that's, to me, a base of your... Okay. To keep everyone else alive. Uh-huh. Okay. And so I ended up going with Ignatius. Just okay. Just because it's a higher level. Okay. So there's a, access to a few more spells than, mm-hmm. than Mary. That makes sense. And, uh, and he has a pretty decent armor class. But it was mainly that he had more spells than... Okay. Okay. So is the spells not so much as the ability to hit shit really hard? It had more to do with his ability okay. to heal more things right. and larger groups of people. Okay. Fair. All right. That's one for Ed. All right. And then 
So then I needed someone to take the attack, hmm. be the meat shield. Well, we know who that is. Yes. <laughs> Commodus. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, Commodus is yeah. the one that the, that the Viking the on the bridge... That the Viking, the Viking on the bridge flings him as the, you know, here's my pylum, <laughs> is, you know, the Roman Emperor. Okay. So that he doesn't have to take all the damage. Mm-hmm. We want to drop people as quickly as possible. Yep. So, I can never say anything right. Yeah. Ludmilla? Yes. Ludmilla? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I'd have been surprised if Ludmilla didn't make it, because holy crap. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. All right. So we have a distance fighter and an up-close fighter. Yeah. So he's going up, mm-hmm. taking the damage, and she's picking off people that's aggroed on him. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And anybody he doesn't quite kill, she puts the final stroke <laughs> she, into. Yeah, puts puts the final nail in the in the coffin. All right. We help them both out. We have Sun Tzu. Ah. All right. And, uh, yeah, you need a rogue in the party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, by my count, Ed is up three to one. Okay. Well, yeah. We have to do the next one is Harriet Tubman. Yeah. All right. Uh, Skill. Survival skills in yep. there, as well as traveling the train. Mm-hmm. And that's where, you know, Teddy and... and Wong Fei Hung. Yeah, Wong Fei Hung. Mm-hmm. Both kind of had that, but she also had that survival skill, so... Okay. Okay, all right. I like it. It works. And then finally, Mary Shelley. Four to two. Well done, sir. All right. Well, so you know... Who doesn't want, you know... Necromancy. Right. To raise, you know, the enemy you just killed to go fight his brother. His, his buddies, yeah. That's, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So, but the whole time she does it, she's mostly motivated by the fact that she just wants everybody to come back. Damn it! <laughs> Makes see, it sad. See, well, yeah, because yeah. I mean, you know, you hear about her life, and yeah, dude. So I gotta say, there are a couple <clears throat> that uh, surprised me didn't make it. Obviously, can't all make the cut. But um, how close to making it did Teddy Roosevelt and Wong Fei Hung come? Because I figure. You went with uh, her magic over both Disney's and um, Houdini's. Right. Uh, you got to pick, a, you pick a, a wizard of some sort. Yeah. And necromancy, like you said, you're, you're, you're recycling. It's good for the planet. <laughs> good, good for the planet. Right. And okay for you. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. Um, you, you didn't choose um, a skirmisher, uh, a true skirmisher. Uh, well, I guess you do have one with, uh, with Sun Tzu, but you didn't yeah. choose Wong Fei Hung and you didn't choose Teddy Roosevelt. And I'm curious, uh, what, what disqualified them? Well, again, like I said, it was kind of, a. Mm-hmm. the one thing that I like about the monk is, is his ability to move and, yeah. and the cloud walk or I forget what it was called. Mm-hmm. Wind, wind walk? Wind, 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 wind yeah. stride? Yeah. And and so that allows him to move, but Harriet also has the survival. True. So when so it's it's kind of doing the same thing and having more on top of that. Right. Okay. And then I'm going I'm going to surmise that Teddy didn't make it because kind of of the same thing. Everything he does, Lou Miller does like a whole lot better. <laughs> He was the one that I 
he was one of the first, like. Mm. Okay. Because he has no, no, no stuff there. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, I know. I know. That was that was a fatal flaw on my part. <laughs> fatal mistake. No, I don't know. He has armor though, right? He's wearing armor. Well, it's leather armor. It's not. Well, he not, doesn't have a lot of. Oh, because he doesn't. Before he yeah. got shot. So. Yeah. So. Cause so been, yeah. No. Because because yeah. The 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 speed the folded up speech is after he was was during his second second run his run for a third term. Right. As did for the bull moose party. Right. And uh, yeah, so so that would count as studded leather rather than just leather. Good point. And and no, he's not there yet. So it's just his just his buff coat and and uh, Jodhpurs right. with the Rough Riders. Uh, fun fact: He also uh, while he's with the Rough Riders, you know, his wife had already died. His yeah, his first wife had already died. Right. Oh, this is before the second the, wife. The, all yeah. all the light has gone out of my life, because and his that wife was and why. His mom yeah. The same well, day. his wife and his wife and his uh, mother. Yeah. And so he he you know instead of joining the foreign legion he became a, a cattle rancher in right. Wyoming. Uh, so. I just I know that he wore um, oddly enough uh, and I don't remember for how long but they made fun of him for this for being a dandy for a little bit because he wore ladies' undergarments made of silk. Um, yeah, which was really the first uh, time that we see a teddy. God. Damn it. <sighs> you will hear from my second presently, sir. God damn it. Well, because it, ah. it was made of both um, no. sweet no, smelling no, no, no. silk and fabric. It was rose felt. Oh, There's a Teddy Roosevelt. Swear to God, <laughs> what can I throw? <laughs> uh, okay. No, in in point of actual historical fact, it's worth noting that his army uniform when he went to Spain was made by Brooks Brothers. If you want to talk about somebody being a dandy, yes. And and he was actually made fun of mm-hmm. for being a back east dandy when he when he got out west because he 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 was dressed the way somebody who was a Harvard graduate would think a cowboy would dress right. and that that went over very poorly at first. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> uh. So I have a challenge for us for the next time. Okay. Uh, we have taken a whole bunch of historical figures and statted them out. Yeah. Um, I want to break that team. Okay. I want us to find a team. <laughs> that's that's yeah. going to be tough. Yes. Okay. Uh, right. I want us to find a team that George can choose from. Okay. Uh, for the beginning of season three, which okay. is not going to be for a while. But, but beginning of season three. time to think about stuff. Uh, of fictional, but not mythological characters. Okay. So from movies, uh, okay. and by the way, mythological cannot uh, can also encompass um, comic books. That's Arch- our modern Arch- myth. Okay, Ar- archetypes. Right. So Ar- you, Ar- you, archetypal is right. is out of. So you can't okay. use Marvel or DC characters. You can't use uh, comic book characters because I think that could be its own genre. Yes, I am going to ask because um, okay. this just occurred to me. Like because it's not really Marvel. It's not really. I don't remember which company published it, but mm-hmm. Grendel. The Grendel. The Grendel. Grendel, Grendel Prime. 
Credit. Oh, oh, oh. No, I'm, well, I've mentioned I'm, something you're not entirely familiar with. Yeah, well, I'm like... Cause Point a, to me. Yeah. <laughs> there's a book that I read when yeah. I was in high school called Grendel, but that was about Grendel who fought against Beowulf, and I would consider that to be mythological. That would be, but this is not This that. is not that. This is, this is a very, very different character. Do it. Okay. Yeah. It's an indie fine, comics. Indie comics. I was thinking because I, I see no reason okay. why uh, the Wolfman or why okay. uh, you know um, right. Frankenstein wouldn't work. Okay. So yeah, bitching. So uh, yeah, we'll definitely uh, do that to try to break this team. So Sounds fiction good. Fiction breaking history. All right. So, cool. Uh, let's see. So uh, what do we have coming up in the future? So this is kind of the inaugural uh, first two episodes of the second season. Okay. Well, um, I know I'm raring to go with uh, an analysis of how exactly it is that the Jedi Order in Star Wars was effectively betrayed by George Lucas's box top understanding of Buddhism. I really like that the first Star Wars episode for us not only didn't come from me, but it took an entire season to get here. Wait, what? Fuck. Yeah. How... Okay. Well, there you go. We're finally we're yeah. finally hitting it. Cracking that can open. Yeah. Good. Uh, well, I will be talking about um, screwball comedy. Okay. From the 1940s and how that okay. genre died. Okay. Uh, and I'll also dip back Rapidly into yes. Ooh. Is the short answer. <laughs> uh, and I'll also be dipping back into uh, Marvel comics. Uh, okay. And comparing them to the Patriot Act. All right. So that's uh, some of the stuff that we got coming up. Also, I believe we'll be talking about zombies at some point this season. Yeah, yeah. we got we got to dig into that one. Yep. I know we've been we've been talking about that for uh, a while. Yep. And uh, at some point, I I have to bite the bullet and uh, commit to uh, the analysis of of how Batman's villains have changed over time. Ooh, that should be fun. Yeah. Because uh, I'll have a lot to say about that. I'm sure you will. We both <laughs> will, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, we'll probably take a look at uh, Alcohol by Region. I don't think I'll finish my longevity study of Friends and The Rise of Stone Cold Steve Austin until season three. Sweet. Wow. Yeah. All right. You're a monster for going through that research, because dear God. <laughs> All right. It's a labor of love. My, is it? Really? Yeah. Okay. As it were. Love of punishment. And I'm hoping we can get a couple more interviews in with us this season. So, Indeed. Uh, and now that we we'll have... We'll be working on that. A producer will be able to um, uh, spend a lot more time on the creative side of things. Yes. Uh, and and we'll be able to put out some good stuff. Yeah. So, here's hoping. Uh, well, uh, George, what were you going to say? Well, also, uh, just with, with the podcast itself, hopefully we'll be adding an Instagram mm-hmm. account so that you can see many of the things that Ed has been describing. Okay. Um, this is true. And add some other... Other enhancements to the podcast, okay. Not, not necessarily audibly, but like out in, out in the media, the media landscape, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's just something to look forward to, and, and just letting you know ahead of time. All right, cool. Well, if you have a geek thing that you want us to explore in the context around its creation or some sort of connection to history, um, you can contact us currently at uh, Geek History Time. Uh, on the Twitter or at at E H Blaylock on the Twitters or at Da Harmony on Duh. the Twitters. Exactly, two H's. Uh, well, uh, George, thank you for joining us. 
Thank you. Glad to have you aboard. Very glad to have you aboard. Yes. And uh, so I'm Ed Blaylock. I'm Damien Harmony. I'm George Hart. And until next time, keep rolling 20s.